Hey babes, welcome to Align by Design. I am Amy Elizabeth and together with Liz Coyles, we are Align by Design. We are bringing you human design in a way you've never experienced it before. We take you through the unsexy process of alignment so that you can tap into another level of sexy you didn't even know existed yet, all by becoming the most authentic you. We desire each of you to own your power so that you can fully experience the flow, the ease, the integrity, and the undeniable magnetism and sexiness that alignment brings so that you can create the impact your soul really desires and the income that's abundantly available to you. Let's dive in. Welcome back to Align by Design. It is Amy Elizabeth, and I'm so excited for our podcast interview today because we have a special guest. It has been a while since I've had anybody on Align by Design's podcast, and to end off our beautiful year and begin at the beginning of 2023, I thought it would be so special and so important to have one of the most incredible women that I have had the honor to work with and mentor um, inside of our beautiful space. And she does so much in-person events as well. But the beautiful Anella Lebic, she is a director and founder of the Institute of Human Positioning. Anella is the creator of an expansive journey based on the art of human interior design. Anella's holistic and profoundly insightful approach enables the woman she works with to heal and expand both in human and financial ways. Each session is an experience that challenges your mind and emotional being. Her expertise has been shaped by her rich trajectory, 15 plus years going from conscious marketing to hypnotherapy and applied neurosciences. Anella has enabled hundreds of women to move their lives forward, whether stepping into this C-suite or pursuing more personal oriented goals. The beautiful Anella is here with us today. And before I bring her on to do her own little introduction, I also want to mention Anella is a 1-4 emotional projector. So we're going to be talking about that today too. But welcome, Anella. I'm so happy that you're here. Take it away and, and give us your intro of you. Yay. Thank you, Amy. I'm so honored and really very excited to be here with you for this conversation. Amazing. So (laughs) Anela, tell us about your experience, because one of the most intriguing things about you is your background, your education, and your rich experience in the very professional field and coming to the online space. So can you give us a little bit of background on that? Yeah, actually, I started my career like 15 years ago in marketing some challenging beginnings you know I had a lot of success but I also had a burnout so you know this almost immediately in my career put me on the path to you know understanding more my design even though at that time I I actually didn't know you know human design existed and I was like okay and you know planning myself and with a lot of introspections and these health issues and yeah that's how I slowly left the corporate world like five years ago, seven years ago, and uh, started really working with humans and no corporations anymore, you know, in processes and the the stressful business world. I, I was like, I, I know, I feel this can be much more effortless. This can be much more beautiful. And yeah, that's how I started like digging into hypnotherapy 
therapy and became a therapist five years ago. And yeah, this brought me to human design and boom, the revelation, you know, this was my human design is actually my love and power language. So I'm so excited about, you know, this conversation. This I think this is like a key for so many people to, you know, live their life like more fully, more um more like in a more simpler and pure way. This is how yeah. I work. You know, I think it's so important the way that you explain that because it's it's actually very similar to myself and I found so many projectors have been on a very similar journey of just that deeper feeling of like wait a second, this isn't quite feel right. And then something hits us, right? Where we're like, whoa, there's a health challenge or a life challenge or a big realization that like this doesn't fit anymore. So mm. in your journey and your process, what was the like, what did it take for you to actually transition and then obviously go back to school to um, be a therapist? Like what was that? I guess what was the emotions? What was the feelings? What, what did you need to pull out of yourself to be able to do that? Because so many will stay there even though they know that feeling is there even though like the puzzle doesn't quite fit and they just remain so what did you have to cultivate within yourself in order to make those moves yeah I think that um in somehow unfortunately it was my body like he needed to start screaming because I wasn't like I was hearing you know the whispers and the intuition I was feeling as you said like I'm I'm you know I I'm really like very much in the in the feelings and I I hear things in my body but then it's like the conditioning and I think for us projectors it's so strong sometimes you know this conditioning and the fears and and the projection you know of the world it's yeah the body needed to start screaming at some point and at 25 almost I had the second signs you know of burnout and this was the time I said stop actually you know my ego doesn't like doing like twice the same error so I was like <laughs> okay once it's okay twice no <laughs> I'm changing everything and you know in my design I have this extreme gait so I'm like okay now is extreme and I stopped everything I went walking in South America for six months like backpacking left wow. everything <laughs> well, my boyfriend, my uh, startup, like everything I've built, the city, my family. And this is where I find myself, actually. Wow. Wow. That's so incredible and beautiful. And like, that is the courage and that is like the fearlessness, right? Like walking with the fear, understanding and knowing what there is in the really tangible societal sense and being like, that does not serve me. That is not my definition of success, especially when your body is also showing you the signs that it's not like that doesn't mean success for you. So in true projector fashion, our alignment theme is success success in your understanding at this moment in time, what would you say your truest definition of success is for you? Like in a few words for me, success always meant freedom. I think this is like freedom of thinking whatever I want, freedom of doing whatever I want, freedom you know, for living wherever I want to live. And this is for me, like the biggest, yeah, the, the aim of everything, like how to be free and fully live this life in, in the most extraordinary way. That, that's, that's my definition of success. 
I love that. I feel like as projectors, again, like that is our definition of success. It's like freedom, mm -hmm. it's spaciousness, right? It's the ability to do, be. And when we think of society, how many like conditions of like chains or walls mm -hmm. or glass ceilings are on us and no wonder we don't actually even if we achieve societal success, we don't feel that success because freedom is taken away, right? It comes at that cost or your health, right? Like so many of us are health. That's so beautiful. Um, okay, so going into your design, I would love to hear, you have a very open design. So you have your emotional center defined as an emotional authority, obviously your root and then your spleen. I would love to hear your experience, your reflection and your understanding of, to just share with the audience, especially being an emotional projector, at what points, like now, do you feel in your power of being an emotional authority? And at what point did you feel like you, you did not understand it? You were kind of rebelling against it. It worked against you. So I want to hear both sides because all emotional authorities feel that rebel against, right? Mm -hmm. Why do I have to have it? And obviously working with you, I've seen such a beautiful ease in your coming together with your emotional authority and feeling the freedom within it. So I would love to hear both of those sides. Mm. Yeah, actually, that's a very good question because it was like for a long time, my emotional authority was like a curse, you know, uh, because when I was a child, you know, I was always either laughing or crying. <laughs> and, you know, I've heard a lot in my life, like as a, ch as a child, I, I heard a lot that, you know, you can't succeed like that in life you're too sensitive. You will never survive. That That's the words, you know, I, I heard the most, like you, you're too, um, like empath, you know, you feel everything. You have to stop that. Uh, when I understood, you know, human design a few years ago, this was the most liberating feeling. I was like, oh my God, I get to feel that. Like, you know, what I most understood that is like, some people don't like, do they really not feel those emotional waves? And I was like, but that's sad, you know? <laughs> and I, from that point, I saw that really like a gift, you know, it's a strength, actually. It's, it's a gift because I see our defined centers as strengths, as gifts, and the undefined one as the beauty, you know, that, that comes from vulnerability. And that changed everything for me. I was like, we are here for that. Like emotional authorities are here for the ride, you know, like even though sometimes you you know, when we were working together, I told you, oh my God, I feel it's so much for you. Sometimes I'm, <laughs> you know, like I'm, I'm crying out of joy. I'm crying out of sadness and joy. <laughs> it's like, I love this. And, you know, we came to that point also, that was really a turning point for me and for my business is that this is the magnetism, you know, this is my true self. I'm like that from the inside out and I would never change that. Oh my gosh. It's so beautiful. So beautiful. Emotional authorities. I hope you can just go and like, listen to that on repeat because there's so much permission you just gave to really, first of all, experience all of the emotion, like the, the feeling whether that's joy or sadness. And then also, as you said, to like, let it out. Because mm -hmm. I think sometimes emotional authority will feel it and experience it, but also try to keep it contained so it doesn't overflow. 
but even like in your energy field, I feel an overflow of everything. Like you just feel very abundant in your being. And I really believe that comes from your ability to let all of it out instead of holding it in. I found something so interesting too, where you said you were told you wouldn't survive. You wouldn't survive, right? Like how many times has, that's a very common thing that people hear, but especially understanding that you won't survive because you're so emotional. Right. And it's kind of like a cutthroat world and, you know, people are mean or you, you pick up too much, right. In your understanding of thrival now as a projector, how have you seen that shift in how you transmute emotions and feelings, either what comes in or what you put out and how that actually helps you thrive in your business? Mm. Yeah. Amazing. Actually, I think I, I stopped trying transmuting it like it's really I explore it and I love it you know in with all my heart and my passion I'm really like oh my god it's so dark down there let's let's find a beauty in it you know like it's not comfortable at all but you know I've learned to to really like surrender and to not uh transform and discomfort into suffering I think that's the most important part with the emotional waves. It's like being able to really go deep down and really feel everything without turning this into suffering. You know, discomfort doesn't have to be suffering. It just can be discomfort, like, you know, this exciting fear that comes there and you're like, oh my God, let's let's try this. And oh my God, it hurts. And, you know, the pain can be beautiful and it, it can really be this field we explore. And I've found that actually my depths are, I'm in love with my depths. And this is what helps me a lot with my clients because when they are so sad and when they are going through like hell sometimes, I'm I'm like, you know, my eyes are just like sparkling. I'm like, oh, what kind of pearls, what kind of beauty can we find in this, you know? <laughs> and at some point I was like, as you said before, I was like trying to hide that. A few years ago, I was like, oh my God, I can't tell to somebody that is going through hell where's the beauty, you know? Mm. Today, I'm like, hell yes, because that's how I do life. And that's how I make life beautiful. And so I'm like with them, you know, and they know every time they bring me something like really dark. And, you know, at the end of the conversation, we turned this into, you know, sparkles and motivation and like, yeah, really, I don't know, it turns me on (laughs) speaking about that. Oh my gosh, we can feel it so good. Um, I think it's so interesting too, also being a one line. So you're a one four and I'm a five one is the intrigue in the understanding. Like you said so much in that, like, you know, when somebody comes with something that's dark or emotion or depth, or it's very curious state, right? One lines were very curious and without judgment, without shame, like it doesn't mean anything. It's not like we're linking that to meaning anything, but like, what is the meaning behind it? What is the gold in it? Like, where is this leading us? It's such an adventure with that curiosity. So in your profile as a one for, how do you see that working inside of the work that you do in a very obviously organic and natural state as to why you were led to the work that you do? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, actually understanding my profile was also very liberating. You know, freedom is always what comes from me digging into the HD because 
understanding that I am here to dig in, you know, for more information, understand, and, you know, just share that with the world was for me the biggest gift because that's what I love doing. You know, I love serving the world and I love serving it my way. This means like I go where my splenic, you know, brings me. It's always you know, we talk about um, emotional authorities, but I think what's really interesting with emotional authorities is that it's very abundant because, you know, we can lean in the second authority, which is very important. My, you know, my, as I don't have a lot of defined centers, the ones that are, they feel very strong for me because, you know, they have a big role to play in my design. And I think this is very interesting. Also, you know, the the look we have on the people who doesn't have, you know, who don't have a lot of uh, defined centers was like, oh my God, they are, you know, sometimes they feel like lack because they're like, oh my God, I don't have a lot of strength, but the strength they have, they are so strong. They can feel it so strong. And well, I lost myself, but <laughs> I don't know what it was. Oh yeah, the one four. And yeah, this is the thing. I think what helped me a lot with the one line is just letting myself be so curious about everything. And this made me, you know, understand so much marketing because at 22, I already had my diploma in marketing. And then I had, I became a therapist and, you know, it made me master, you know, hypnosis, NLP and everything, neurosciences, you know, people were always saying to me, what are you doing? Where are you going? And I'm like, I don't know, you know, my G center is undefined. I go where it feels right. And this is the abundance, you know, for my my clients and the people around us. You know, if we just dig and then share that, you know, for you with your five um five line, it's just amazing because then you you get to lead people with that. And that that's just such a gift. Yeah. Oh my gosh, so amazing. I love that. I love, I love how you've combined everything again that you've learned. Like so many people will say looking at their journey and being like, well, where, where I am now is what matters, but it's really the entire journey of your entire life that, that has led you to this point that you're bringing all of these pieces along with you that are all beneficial. And it's also so interesting to reflect back on how, you know, misaligned we are in the past, but also how aligned we are. You still were on the path that would make sense to your design. It may not be in the most free, you know, way, but you really were in a state of alignment, trusting yourself in your interests and in the polls and in what you desire to learn and what you were curious about, which I think we don't give ourselves enough credit for in our trust factor, right? And how we've actually allowed ourselves to trust ourselves, even within the conditions and the confinement. So good. Okay. So with that undefined G center, you and your partner are traveling around the world. So tell us about this beautiful adventure that you guys started out on at the end of summer, I believe, right? So tell us about your choice in in really uprooting your lives together and going on this beautiful adventure. Also the time and space that you've been able to spend in where you wanted to go and how that served you, your health, your projectorness, your business, your relationship. Tell us all of the benefits of that. <laughs> oh my God. Um, <laughs> The benefits are, you know, it's an unlimited list, but um, 
first of all, uh, I would say that actually it helped me a lot also in my relationship because um, my love is a generator, like one, three, um, circle. And actually, like, again, understanding everything made sense, like, mm-hmm the way we were operating, the way we were creating our life together, it's, it all made sense. And, you know, he, he, he's not a lot like into the mindset work. He really does a lot of body work. This is why we work a lot together because, you know, I come with the internal world and then he puts it into, into the body and, you know, works with this. And this was so liberating, like to see how we could combine our designs and make like one plus one equals 11 and not two, you know, it's, it's just amazing. And also it was very freeing in our relationship, understanding that he's gonna, you know, be aligned with the pleasure, the sacral, you know, which for me was, oh my God, no, we have to optimize. And he was like, no, I just want to have fun. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> And, you know, today is like every time I see he's doing something with no fun, I'm like, don't do that. You know, <laughs> don't eat this. You know, I know we have to finish it, but don't eat this. I will eat it. <laughs> you know, we can really support each other. That's that's beautiful. Oh, my gosh. That I, I when you said <laughs> it's so true because as a projector we're like so efficient the optimize uh, optimizing things and strategy and you know all of these like very streamlined straight ways and then our sacrals come into our lives and are like let's mix that up <laughs> so it's so beautiful and liberating for you guys to be able to experience it together and to really support one another in the simplest forms like you said the reminder of not yet you don't need to go into such depth with your partner, you can just understand them and the base of their system and support and remind, right? Like that's really what that partnership is is about is allowing and supporting them to be living their true authentic selves, their most amount of alignment and provide them the things that do it, for example, as a sacral, light them up, right? Bring them to the table for them, give them those options because they do forget. So good. And with your business, tell me about how your business operates and works as you've been traveling. Uh, Your clientele, I know you and your partner, your love do work and retreats together. So all of the good things that come from you and your lifestyle and your business and human design integrated into it. Yeah, the thing is actually um, with human design, I've really learned to work less <laughs> and have more impact. And this is like also, again, freedom for me. And because, yeah, as as projectors, we, we don't have like this fire, you know, inside of us, like always on. And for me, it was like, I, what I've discovered actually is that you can really live the life you want, like right now. You don't need any anything besides health and you know besides having your body and your relationship like really aligned and for the rest you can really create whatever you want this is also why I really think that you don't need human design I think you know it's it's really you don't need it but 
that's so powerful because instead of having your body screaming to showing you, you the way, instead of having these, you know, hard times, I think you, human design helps us like getting there and there means success, peace, satisfaction, like really excitement of thriving. And you can get there in a smooth way. And this is what really mostly brought human design to my business and life is like doing everything in the most effortless and the most smooth and soft way because this is what my body taught me is like softness and that I could really know I know that I will have like a millionaire business and I know that but the thing is I've really understood that the life I thought will come you know with the millions it's here it's mm -hmm. here like with us traveling enjoying so much the life like yesterday my love um came back from um the his family you know for for christmas and he came back and we just enjoyed the whole day like laughing and you know going for a walk and i was crying out of joy because you know just every day i'm like my god do you see what we've created and working every time less and less and less and you know this is for me really what what came out of understanding my hd and i don't think that this is the key for everybody like mm -hmm. i think some people will really thrive more like working more and i really think that you know i'm not like telling everybody stop working or work <laughs> less i just respect what my body tells me and I find you know freedom and peace in that and for some people like I know you also say like you know it's the science of differentiation you really stand you know for this and yeah I think that like you know we don't need the same amount of work or the same amount of money or the same amount of patientness or you know of um, resting to really thrive and this is what makes this life amazing for us I actually, and for my client, because this is what we, we do, actually, we crack their own, you know, interior design codes. And this is what I love about all of this. Oh my gosh, that is so beautiful, because I think a lot of people will get stuck in the definition of how it's supposed to look, even as they move into a space of freedom and personal creation. Mm -hmm. There's still confinement, right, where we could easily pick that up of success means this, or your lifestyle should look like this, or you You've made it when, when really it has to come from the internal truth around that freedom, around a happiness. And I think from what you just said, if everyone can really lean into defining that for themselves, again, in this moment in time, allowing for change to happen in their path, in their circumstances, in life and desires, and be really open to being so strong in their truth around that success their truth around what makes them happy and really what fills them up instead of seeking something more and more and more becoming more and more and more clear mm. internally that was so beautiful what would you say in terms of someone's design that you believe they would want to work more because there are those of us that are continuously striving right for you know working less or the sweet spot of the amount that feels really good and provides so much 
niche space and some that are just like, you know, I love, I want more, I want more, I want more, I want more. And not from that place of greed, but pure activation. What would you say the difference is potentially in somebody's design? I would actually recommend like digging in the truths that we resist the most about our design. I think, and what I see with my clients is always there that we find the most impact and freedom. You know, it's like, what do we resist? What, where do we put like so much resistances? And what does that tell us about this truth, about our body, about our life, you know? Because what I've found the most, important in in human design is not understanding we can understand human design but we're gonna start thriving when we embody it like when it's our body that leads the way i really think because we are in a society that really puts you know a lot of importance in you know the mind the spirit the way we think the you know all all of this and actually i found that a lot of people get stuck in that and for me the the better way you know to see what the body is telling in seeing the tensions you know when you understand something about your design or a truth you know that somebody tells you and you're like oh my god the body and this is also why i don't well it's funny what i'm gonna say but you know it's i don't hear a lot what what, what my clients are saying i'm i really just look you know what the body is responding because you know we are uh, what we are saying is so conditioned but mm-hmm. our body is not and i would really you know tell them start feeling the design start feeling and receive it in in the body and then you know listening to it mm-hmm. and this is this takes time this takes you know silence this takes spaciousness as we said but it's so much more efficient you know starting to feeling the design and not understanding it i mean it's my one line is like no 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 you need to understand (laughs) but you know after that after you grab the information just feel it and then do something with this Right. That is so huge because first of all, it's the fear that people have of what our body is actually communicating. So we can also put so many stories over top to block that truth from the body. Right. So who do you work with? What would you say the majority of your clientele are? Because even as you explained that, you know, I pictured somebody that was very stiff in a very professional setting, right? Where there's so much pressure or stress on the body that isn't being released. They probably, you know, again, when what I saw is they don't have an an active outlet to actually have spaciousness to move their body to even have an organic release, and it would just build up. Who are the majority of your clients? Where do they kind of work? What is their profession? And how do they enter into your world? Mm Um, well, my clients are people that want like true change and transformation is a lot of time they had, you know, burnouts, um, health issues, or what really, really um, makes them like work with me is they still have this big, big vision. They're visionaries and they are entrepreneurs and they don't especially like always have a business, but they are in the corporate world, but they want to makes things you know change and this is what really you know this is what brings me joy and really ex- 
excitement working is when we change the status quo, when we change the paradigm and when they come from, oh my God, it's been a nightmare and we're going to find a transformation. Like I always say, I love working as a projector. Of course, I love working on the smallest configuration where you have the biggest impact, like the smallest change with the biggest impact. So, you know, usually people come to me because they've heard of me with um, their friends or clients or, you know, colleagues. And this is one why my one four line works. You know, I don't get a lot of client like pitching or it's they always come come to me because I'm recommended by some other people and because they see the transformation and they're like, how did you do that? And, you know, this is how it works for me. Oh my gosh. I love that. You said something so good too. I want to go into, you have an undefined heart and when you said that I could feel so much drive in your drive with work and your drive with impact and also the people that come to you, their drive. Mm -hmm. So what I also heard was drive is very differentiated. It is drive in alternative careers and entrepreneurship as we would know and, and, you know, receive it really quickly in our mind when we hear it. It's also drive for freedom, spaciousness, health, lifestyle. So in your understanding of your undefined heart and in your ability to work with that and create so much success in your, your life and clients that come to you, what would you say is the biggest eye-opening thing that most people don't understand about drive, whether they have a defined or undefined heart. And how are we redefining drive really, I guess, is the Mm. bigger question. Yeah. That's a very good question. How do we redefine drive? I think that what I see most is, you know, my clients actually know, they know what the drive is. They know what the big dream is what the what is you know i i work with uh, archetypes and one of them is the visionary you know and they always have it inside of them but it was conditioned it was you know silent and what i love redefining is you know the drive is something that is so deep inside of us that is so natural, that is so us, it's so the essence, that it's almost something they all, they forget talking about, they forget telling, you know, and it's like, we're looking for this natural, essential, really the, the most unspoken truth, because it's so evident, it's so them that we're redefining that. And I love that moment when they speak, and I'm like, oh my God, this is yours. This is what defines you. And they're like, that's normal. That's natural. (laughs) And I'm like, that's, so you nobody would you know see that nobody would talk about that nobody would think that's important but it is you and this is why you're here you know it's when I see that you know for me it's always like a birthing you know <laughs> and, oh my gosh. and I don't know it's again it's you know freeing liberating yeah. because they're like oh my god I've been looking for that you know seeking for that and it was there the whole time and yeah I love that that's so good and there's so many people that even in my world in the too much mastermind of undefined hearts and it's like this inconsistency and when you just said that it really is that's what people just need to find the flip inside of their body and it's not about operating in a certain way it's being really connected to that inner truth that that is the inner power 
And that is the momentum and the drive that will continue to go and go in. Like the candle can't burn out when you're tapped into that truth and that authenticity about you. And that's, I think that's the drive. And like you said, it's so hard for people to find because you're looking for something outside of you most of the time. And the work that you're doing is really going into what's already in there that you've not paid attention to, that you've ignored, that you've been taught to turn off. We need to turn that back on. And that's the activation. The thing is, when you said like the the we're seeking outside and the drive is inside it's like obviously that's why we can't find it you know it's like you have to to trust you know you talk a lot about the trust factor and that's it i mean it's that's the most easy way of just surrendering you know and what i find really interesting is how much you know when they i don't know if you have the same experience but when people discover their design it's like we are conditioned to see what we don't have you know this lack perspective and it's always like oh my god i don't have this center how am i going to do or you know oh my god uh, how can I, i you know i have the emotional center oh my god i can't run my business with so much waves and ebbs and flow you know and what i really find interesting is even for reflectors you know everything the essence is here the energy is here so it's not always something tangible and what's not tangible is really this part we are emanating you know we are really gifting the world with and that's not tangible you can't find it outside it's just vibrating here you know (laughs) Yes. Oh my gosh. Yes. Everyone that is a projector, an undefined heart, an emotional center, again, listen to this because the consistency is not meant to look in your business the way that you're trying to fit it into. It's meant to be on the beats of your own path and your own truth. And that's where that courage and that bigger trust comes in and that bigger awareness of like, you have to know yourself and you have to also experiment to know what is and what isn't, which is part of the journey and process that a lot of people do avoid because it's uncomfortable, like you said, but those are the places to explore, to be like, what's uncomfortable here? And what is the gold? Because there's always some piece of massive wisdom or change or momentum that is going to massively impact your life and your business and your freedom if you allow it to. But we have to be willing to go to those uncomfortable places to find that. Yeah. And this is why when you ask, who am I working with? The biggest word would be actually brave ones, the brain ones, because when you live your life you know aligned to your design there is this you know leap of faith and what I've found to be true for me and is that actually my open centers you know I've always seen my my chart like very challenging because everything like the environment is so important for me because everything goes through me you know and actually the beauty of it is that we are we can show the way to success without controlling everything and being you know supported by environment and this was a reconciliation you know with my feminine energy because the feminine in me wasn't that expanded and when i understood that i didn't have the g center i didn't have the energy i didn't have my heart you know the ego i didn't have the voice you know like the the um, the throat activated neither anything 
thing, you know, in my head. I was like, oh my God, how do I run my life and my business without having the direction, without, without having, you know, this ability to, to use my throat and my, my ego, my heart? And actually the answer was so simple and so beautiful. It was just like, let, let the world like hold you. Let the world show you. Let the world provide you everything. You don't need to have everything inside of you. And, you know, I'm talking about that and I have, you know, tears and emotions coming because this is the most beautiful lesson, My the beauty of the open charts. You know, it's like, oh my God, let the world provide you everything because they will be happy. They will use their strength and you will just learn how to receive it in your favor, you know, and then just let everything like overflow and give back that way you know it's I know I'm, I'm very emotional oh about that gosh. because it's, it's so beautiful it is so beautiful it is so beautiful because you know in part of the feminine energy and again the way that we operate and work is really coming from that space of how we get to be not how we should be and in our most you know divine there's there's this thing on TikTok and it's called like the princess era which is like the ultimate feminine energy right it's like that is like everything provide for you let everyone provide for you and just be be in your power and that's such a beautiful place of redefining what power gets to look like it doesn't need to be forward motion it doesn't need to be you know loud it gets to be simple and soft and receiving and that's such a beautiful power that you know in our shifting of paradigm we're really invited to explore and enter into and again find so many different forms and versions of what that gets to look like that was oh so beautifully gosh. said oh my gosh I oh love God. It. that's so exciting what you just said because you know as I told you a few weeks ago I was like oh my god I feel the shift of you know in the leadership way mm -hmm. of you know leading way of business and of collaborations and what you just said is leadership in my perspective there is a space and the need for soft and pure and innocent leadership. Mm -hmm. I mean, it is time to change this. And I think there are more and more like leaders wanting to lead with those genuine values, you know, of innocence, of purity, of just openness, like you know, with with the heart and just inspiring the world with that. And it's, I think it is time like really for those, you know, impactful way of showing what's possible today in the business. I think we've started, but I think we've just barely started in this way. I agree. I completely agree. I think it's just the beginning. And I think there's going to be such an exploration of, again, what that looks like when we look at people's different charts too, right? In in the openness. And something for me that I would love for you to just kind of finish up with is that we can do this by ourselves, but we don't have to, you know, even as you're saying the invitation for people to, to decide, you know, I'd like support here for myself. I know that obviously I understand human design. I get it, all of it, you know, but there's an, there's an integration and an implementation that I need to be reminded of. And I, as a projector need to 
be shown in order to see myself again and again and again. And without that additional support outside of just me, I I won't live in that consistently, you know, even with more definition in my chart, even with a defined heart, that doesn't mean I can do and be all by myself. And I think that's the point is our human design is meant for human interaction and human collaboration and human support in order for us as individuals to live out that design and to work together to support the growth of each of us. What do you think? What is your take? Yeah, it's, I totally agree with everything you said. And yesterday I was just saying, you know, my love just showed me something, you know, triggering. And I was like, oh my God, thank you. <laughs> you know, <laughs> he, he thought I was going to be mad or triggered. And I was like, I love when people, you know, show me where I'm not aligned. I love this. And, you know, this is what you've said. That's why mentoring, that's why coaching is so important because we are powerful, but we are nothing alone. You know, we are nothing like without working with the clients, we we can't have the impact without exchanging with colleagues. We, you know, it's not rich. I love, I love the rich life, you know, the richness of, interactions of collaborations and we are limited alone and I want an unlimited life you know so why I I mean there's no sense in in wanting to do it alone and you know it's yesterday um, Vincent reminded me that my first words when I was a child my first words were I can do it alone and yesterday I was like, oh my God, and I transcended a lot and I let die a big part inside of myself because I was like, oh my God, I don't want to do it alone. I won't. I know I can and I won't do that. You know, it's, it's yeah. like amazing again. So much I'm, freedom, you know? <laughs> so much freedom with other people. We often think of freedom as solo, right? Mm-hmm. But really the freedom is when we all come together. Oh my gosh, Anella, this conversation has been so beautiful. You are radiating beauty from the inside out and just have the most pure, innocent, of course, very intentional and humane energy. And it's just such an honor and a pleasure to have been able to support you, to see your growth, to go through all of the moving pieces in your world and to really witness your success in a multitude of ways and the impact you have on your client in your world in your relationship. And I really feel like 2023 is going to be so big for you in so many ways that you have not yet experienced. I'm so excited for that. And I'm honored that you're on our podcast is where can everybody find you and where can we learn about you and tap into your world? Thank you, Amy. First, I'd like to say I'm, I feel so honored. You know, this conversation is everything for me. You know, it's the most empowering thing. And I'm so honored to be here. And also that we've worked together for me was a gift for myself. And it was just a very, very powerful time in my life. So thank you very much for that. And of course, you can find me on uh, Instagram, Anela Lebic, on Facebook and on my website, Institute Human Position. 
www.thepositioning.com. And yeah, I'd be very, very um, delighted to have this conversation on my inboxes and yeah, respond to whatever. Amazing, amazing. Oh, thank you, Anella. I love you and just love our thank relationship. You so thank you so much. You're so amazing. Have the best new year with your love. And I cannot wait to see everything else that comes. Our podcast episode will be out very soon for everybody. So sending everybody so much love, shares and tags of your most impactful moment on our during our conversation. We're sending you guys so much love. Thank you, Anella. Alive by design.